What's up, pro wrestling fans? We are so glad you've joined us for this week's edition of Dork Side of the Ring. It's the podcast where your nerdy obsession with professional wrestling is not only tolerated, it is celebrated. I am Matt Marbury with me at the table. Adam Tollefson, tell me when I'm telling lies. Oh my God. I have thoughts. I have <laughs> thoughts. Uh, we'll get into it later, but yeah, I have thoughts. I just meant in, in this podcast, man. Oh. Tell me when I'm telling lies. You're never telling lies. Right. You ain't never lie. All right. You ain't never lie. <laughs> um, well, this week's show, once again, brought to you by our friends over at the Freak Toys. Check them out online at freaktoys.com. Save yourself 15%. If you use our promo code DORKSIDE. I think they got in a Barbie lot in Monster High today. Ooh, somebody turned 14. Yeah, man. <laughs> their parents got rid of all their shit. Yep. Um, we should plan. They're open on the weekends. We should plan a Sunday yeah. excursion. No, we need to do that. Yeah. Here uh, we are. You know, uh, they've been nice enough to us, and we still haven't. And I know physically in physically there. Yes. Yeah. Um, I wish like there was a way that that would fit into our schedule, like during our, our, uh, Detroit trip. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, right. but, but it's just, I, I looked at, it, it's just not in the cards. We're going to literally have to just take, it's a two hour drive for us. And we're just yeah. gonna have to literally take a Sunday. We'll pick it out on the calendar real soon. Um, I know that that store has been vlogged a million times and stuff like that, but we should, you know, throw some shit up on the socials or whatever. For sure. Which you can find us at. Yes. At Dorkside OTR. Um, we got to post on that Instagram, Matt. I know. We got to post. I know. They're like, do you like Lex Luger or Yokozuna on this one? And I'm like, that goes back far. That was the last post. It was? Yeah. That. Yeah, From 1993 SummerSlam? <laughs> We've that. had that page for that long? It goes back a little bit. I'm just yeah. saying it's time. All right. It's time. All right. Well, you have my word. I'll post. Uh, I'm not going to get over my head. I'll post at least two items this week on the Instagram. All right. Sounds good. All right. Um, what about Twitter? Doesn't it all just connect? I don't know how this Can you works. do that? I do think, that. I think, yeah. Are we on TikTok? <laughs> Fuck no. That's on you, dude. <laughs> um, we'll work on it. Yeah, we got to work on it. We got to <laughs> grow this thing. Um, we got a good product. We got to just get it out there to the masses. We got a good podcast. You don't like when I say product? Nobody likes it. Sounds too corporate? Yeah. This is the furthest thing away from corporate, what we're doing. The here. people that like this podcast like like talking to us or listening to That's us. True. Be like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not um they don't yeah, wanna... if only it was reciprocated. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Love you guys. <laughs> um Well, as we sit down to record, it is June twenty first, two thousand twenty three, and on this day. In pro wrestling history. Okay, this is all new to me again because I I can't remember when I typed this up. Um, on this day in pro wrestling history, in 1963, Pepper Gomez defeated Bill Watts to win the NWA Texas Heavyweight Title in Houston, Texas. Love it. 1981, Dusty Rhodes defeated Harley Race in Atlanta, Georgia, to win the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. His reign, Dusty's reign, is only 88 days. Mm-hmm. And this time, uh, especially, 
an NWA champion sometimes was champion for years. You right, know what I mean? Right, like they're, it would they're go. a touring champion. 88 would seem like almost like a little on the light side. Yeah, this is his third title, his third run with that belt, and mm-hmm. it's 88 days, and that still eclipses both of his first two title runs. Right, there they we go. even close to meeting that. 1985, and you know what I think? Going back to that real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, with certain talent... Or with certain guys, gals, whatever, um, the money and the and the fun is in the chase, and Absolutely. I think Dusty was kind of that way. Like he, he's the underdog, the son of a plumber. Like he, you, you want to see him win it, but that's what you wanted to see is him win it. Oh, so you're talking about his son now? What do you mean, flat out? Well, uh, oh, Cody is not finishing. There's no story like. That story never ends. It's the WWE. Right, exactly. How um that, that that's all they're doing again. They're, well, you just look you look at so many other people though too, like uh, you know, Daniel Bryan. I felt like he was sure. better chasing, you know, that yes movement when he finally got the belt at WrestleMania thirty, whatever. That was cool. I thought Thunder Rosa had a year to build to that win against to Britt Baker it. and then yeah, it yeah. kind of fell a little flat. It's just sure. some people are just better from you know from underneath trying to conquer the big, you know, the big bad monster. Agreed. Yeah. And then once they have the belt, it's kind of like, well, what do you do now? And maybe that was yeah, the I, case for Dusty. I agree. It's 19- definitely it's definitely the case for the Codester. Right. Well, we haven't seen him have a, you know, a world title run ever. Dom just squashes him. That money in the bank. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Oh man. Mullet. <laughs> what is that? Mullet. That's not this week. Forbidden doors this week? Uh maybe next week. Forbidden Doors this week, a week from Saturday, is uh, Money in the Bank, yes. All right. Money, money, money. Money. 1985, Sergeant Slaughter defeated Larry Zbysko to win the AWA America's Heavyweight title in Chicago, Illinois. Oh, I like that. You have one one has a salute and one has a salute. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, like a, the, the take the your frilly cap salute. Off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One's got a, little, a salute with a little panache. Definitely. Rolls it out. <laughs> 1985, same day, Hulk Hogan retained the WWF World Heavyweight title against Don Morocco in an eggnog match in the main event of a WWF house show in New York City at Madison Square Garden. I love it if it'd be in July. I- <laughs> wait, wait. It's June. <laughs> I know. I don't. I looked this up. I, I was like, "What is I'm this like, match?" I couldn't find anything about it. I, I just negated the whole on this day, and I'm like, "Well, this is around Christmas time." In my head, and I'm like, "Wait, no, 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 no. it's June." <laughs> was like, yeah, I don't the, know what they're doing. The teamsters are like, "We got a bunch of eggnog. You guys want to? We just pull it out of the freezer. <laughs> it's gone bad. It's been in the freezer. It's not bad, bad, but we got to move it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. I Googled it. I couldn't find shit, dude. I don't know. 1993 on WWF Monday Night Raw from Poughkeepsie, New York. I just like to say that name. Me too. Uh, Razor Ramon faced the 1-2-3 kid in a rematch from that huge upset a few weeks earlier. Ooh. The one where Razor put up the ten grand to get the kid in the ring again. Yeah, hence and the 1-2-3 kid name. Yeah, but... Uh, the 1-2-3 kid should be called Thief because all he did was stole the money and ran out and he had a waiting car. Remember that? Did. Hopped right in there. The original money in the bank. <laughs> the briefcase. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a sack. Oh, it was, it was a, a sack. sack. It was a money sack. Like, Maybe a duffel like, bag at best. 
Yeah, I, think I feel I, like it was like cartoony like was, where it had like, it was like burlap yes. with a dollar sign on it. Might as well have been in DuckTales or something, you know yes. what I mean? Like, <laughs> Might have been the Beagle Boys going after that thing. <laughs> uh, 1993, oh, the same day again. Owen Hart defeats Papa Shango for the USWA Unified World Heavyweight title in Memphis, Tennessee. Nice. On that same show, uh, New Jack and Homeboy... Defeated Rex King and Steve Dahl for the USWA tag team titles. I feel like I would have looked up Homeboy, but I don't. Yeah, know. I really want to look up look up Homeboy. Uh, Tony, we're just gonna go Tony Anthony. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, night. <laughs> We'll look it up in the break. 1995 at a WCW Saturday Night taping in Atlanta, Georgia. Dirty Dick Slater and Bunkhouse Buck defeated Harlem Heat oh, yeah. to win the WCW World Tag Team Championships. What was the manager's name? Colonel Robert Parker, probably. Maybe he doesn't have them. Mem- <laughs> Tennessee know? Lee. What a racist yeah. name you give to that man. Those guys, right? <laughs> yeah, I believe so. 2000, two Memphis championship wrestling titles changed place on the same show in Memphis, Tennessee. Uh, Steven Regal defeats Jerry Lawler for the MCW Southern Heavyweight title. And the fabulous Rocker defeats Spanky, who was Brian uh, Kendrick. Oh, wow. Uh, to win, become the first MCW Light Heavyweight Champion. In 2000? Now, yeah, and I looked it up and I'm like, who is the Midnight Rocker? Because, like, or the Fabulous Rocker. I'm like, you're just trying to. Oh, it's Fabulous Rocker? Yeah, you're trying to piggyback off, like, two yeah. gimmicks, basically, two right. tag team gimmicks. Right. And it's like nobody you know, and that's the only gimmick he ever had was the Fabulous Rocker. To, you kind of look like Shawn Michaels, and you look a little bit like, uh, you know, yeah. Michael PSAs. <laughs> well, that'd be the Freebirds. And you have. Well, I'm. Oh, wait, wait, what was it? The oh, fabulous ones, I guess, would be the other one. But, yeah, it's just crazy. Um, 2001, the first ever episode of WWE's Tough Enough reality show airs on MTV. The rookies were coached by Taz, Tori, Al Snow, and Jacqueline. And that season is eventually won by Maven and Nydia. Remember Nydia? She was Jamie Noble. She was like trailer trash. Kinda. Yeah. That was a gimmick. Uh, kind Not of liked. bad. I liked it. Wait, were the coaches like on teams, or did it matter? Like they didn't like coach a certain person. I think they like, no. I think that they coach everybody, and then it was up to them to like make the cuts. Maybe or gotcha. Something. I don't. It's know. It's like American Idol style. I believe it's. Okay. I believe so. I mean, what ninety nine probably is American Idol. It's like the hottest thing in the world. So right. Anything that you can judge, let's judge it. Where were the judges again? It was Taz, Tori Wilson, Al Snow, and Jacqueline. Who would you be most afraid of their, um, you know, judging their, you know, their, their results on you? Who would you um, hate to be like, God damn. Who's the asshole? <laughs> it's gotta be Taz, right? Yeah, I think you think it is, you but I think it's Al be. Snow. You think, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Yeah. He would come up with like, uh, creative ways to insult you. Yeah. And Taz would just be like, like I put a fucking you're mannequin fucking head slow over. man Jones. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Oh, you don't have a gimmick? I had a mannequin head. Yeah. Which we'll talk about later. I was a new rocker. (laughs) My name is Leaf Cassidy. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever seen an avatar match? (laughs) Exactly. Taz Elise is Taz. That's true. You're right, man. 2009 at TNA Slammiversary from the Palace 
of Auburn Hills in Detroit, Michigan. Kurt Angle became the TNA World Heavyweight Champion in a King of the Mountain five-way match that also featured AJ Styles, Jeff Jarrett, Mick Foley, and Samoa Joe. Oh, yeah. What's a King of the Mountain match? I think How much time you got? Yeah. <laughs> no, I... Uh, no idea? I kind of do, but I won't do it justice. So. Gotta be a ladder match, right? Like, I feel like the mountains gotta... I don't know. They do have a reverse ladder match. It's weird. <laughs> I think that's out of here. They also yeah. had like a reverse battle royal or something, too. Yeah, you have to get in the ring. <laughs> hey, well, man. This company's still going. We just saw Jarrett in a concession stand match. <laughs> that's so true. God bless him. That's true. Uh, 2014. Two titles changed hands at New Japan Pro Wrestling's Dominion show in Osaka, Japan. Uh, firstly, the Time Splitters defeated the Young Bucks to win the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Titles. Dope. And then the main event, Bad Luck Fale won the IWGP Intercontinental Championship from Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, also on the card, Kota Ibushi defeated Ricochet to retain the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Title. Wow. I'd like to see that. I would too. Also, uh, Bad Luck Fale is like, has like a bullet club in Australia now or something. Right, is that right? New Zealand, probably. New Zealand? I believe that's where he's from. Okay. It's wild. Wild times. <laughs> Bullet Club Kiwi. Global. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 2018, the Undisputed Era. Kyle O'Reilly and Roderick Strong defeated Mustache Mountain, Trent Seven, and Tyler Bate for the NXT Tag Team titles at the NXT tapings from Full Sail. Uh, birthdays, we only have one. And I'm sorry to say, but he's passed away. Mm. Jay Youngblood um, teamed with Ricky Steamboat back in the day. And the reason why you don't really remember him is he passed away at age 30 in Australia while on tour in the South Pacific. Um, Bad luck, Folly. Where were you at this time? Uh, Youngblood was experiencing abdominal pain, went to the hospital. He was diagnosed with a hemorrhagic, a hemorrhage. He was bleeding. His pancreas, <laughs> something pancreatitis, hemorrhagic pancreatitis. There we go. His pancreas um, started fucking. And then he started his, his pancreas went heal. He started to develop abdominal sepsis. Oh no! And that kidney ain't failure. That ain't good. Before suffering a series of heart attacks, he was in a coma for two weeks before dying on September second, nineteen eighty-five. That's horrible. That's you're a thirty awful. You got nine of the things you can die from when you're like. Old age. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, no, 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 we checked almost every box. It's crazy. Yikes. Yeah, but we thank him for his contribution to the great sport of professional wrestling. It's now time for the Retro Raw Review. All right. June 21st, 1999. We're at the Pyramid in Memphis, Tennessee. The go-home raw to King of the Ring. Uh, the last time they were in this building, uh, Road Dog and Al Snow ended up wrestling in the Mississippi River. Oh, yeah, that's right. For the hardcore title. But, yeah. The show's going to start with Triple H in China heading to the ring. Hunter says the time for talking is over. He wants Undertaker to uh, bring your dead ass <laughs> out to the ring right Love now. <laughs> Calls him out. Uh, Undertaker and Paul Bear head out, but the rest of the corporate ministry run to the ring. They get between them. Vince McMahon's going to have none of this. Says, you're not fighting tonight or any night. Yeah, he knows that this is exactly what uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock want to happen. 
splinters in the corporate ministry, you know. He goes on to hype all of the corporate ministry members in their matches at King of the Ring. Vince says that we will have a Queen of the Ring this year in China and that The Undertaker is going to pulverize The Rock and that the latter match with he and Shane versus Stone Cold Steve Austin is a bit apropos because when they beat him in the winner-take-all ladder match, he's going to be on the bottom rung of the corporate ladder in the WWF. I kind of like how the... Yeah. That was good verbiage there. It was. It was good. Good on you. Stone Cold Steve Austin's music hits. He comes out with a ladder and a briefcase. He climbs to the top. He cuts a promo on Vince and Shane. He also says that if any corporate uh, ministry members interfere in the match, it's going to be an immediate disqualification. Vince is like, fuck that. It's a no-holds-barred-anything-goes match, which is every ladder match, right? True. Um, I love it how they're like arguing over stipulations. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> this is this. And yeah. Austin's like, no, it ain't. Here's what we're doing. Yeah. But then luckily we get some new, some music hitting <laughs> HBK's music hits. He comes up the brood elevator, which I thought was a little weird. Yeah. I like it. Like one <laughs> in Rome, he's just dancing and shit. Um, he makes a match for later stone cold, Steve Austin versus whatever member of the corporate ministry Vince wants to send to the ring. And the winner of that match is going to get their stipulation for the ladder match at King of the Ring. Uh, Vince chooses Undertaker, and uh, HBK's like, sorry, he's already booked. Shane then chooses Triple H, but again, HBK says he's also booked. In fact, they're going to face each other tonight for the WWF Championship. Love it. Boss man it is, though. Vince McMahon's like... Ah, uh, he'll he'll do the job. Kick Stone Cold's ass. I'm like, oh, this is, that's who you went with. That's who you went. Uh, Ray. Yeah, Ray. Ray. You're <laughs> chanting. Um, wait, wait, are we skipping over the um when, when HBO HBK did come out? He he said, uh, I am gonna need some coffee or something like that. Or somebody oh, get the, you. The he brought, just he brought the Stooges back. I did I like, like that, that right, too. Sorry. Totally. Um. Also for this match later on, HBK said he's going to be the guest referee. He makes the match for later between Vince and Shane versus Patterson and Briscoe. There we go. That'll be fun. Match number one was Ken Shamrock versus Test. Uh, Both of these guys are in the union, but Vince uh, made the match to try to stir the pot. Yeah, Shamrock ran out and hit Viscero with a chair at the end of this whole thing. Yeah. And then he was like, well, I guess we got a match. Yeah. And it wasn't even with them. It was against us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before the match gets going, Jeff Jarrett's music hits. He and Deborah are being forced to the ring by Patterson and Briscoe. Pat takes the mic, says that this is going to be a triple threat match for the Intercontinental title. Love it. By the order of... Sean Michael. <laughs> Banana. I think he said... Uh, I th- Sean and Michael. I also think he said triple tret. <laughs> this is a triple tret yes. by order of Sean Michael. I like to hear what he says when he orders cigarettes. You know? You don't know. Just be like... Yeah, what kind of cigs did he smoke, you think? Parliaments. Yeah. Or... Uh, he was a P-Funk man. Let me get the parliament. You don't have parliament and Viceroy. Nah, I think Marlboro Lights, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pat, he says Pat, it. Patterson's Marble a Marlboro Light. Light man. I feel like I've seen like enough of those legends round tables and they they were not given a rip. They would have, no, this, they'd have, they'd have it an on ashtray there. just like on front street. I feel like he was, now he's eating french fries in the Jericho cruise. He was like smoking. <laughs> that was awesome. That was awesome. He might've been smoking. He probably was. Oh, smoking. for sure. Um, anyways, Pat, uh, yeah, after taking the mic, Jeff Jarrett's be, uh, Jeff Jarrett's taking a beating in the match when all of a sudden out of nowhere, Steve Blackman hits the ring. 
starts laying into Ken Shamrock with a kendo stick. That allowed Jeff Jarrett to hop in the ring, get the pin on Ken to retain the title. He just dips. No idea. Like, we haven't seen him. They had a vignette for him a little, like, two or three weeks ago. Yeah. But we haven't seen Steve Blackman since that whole bullshit with, like, Blue Blazer and stuff. Yes. I loved it. He just went in there, did did some dirt, and dipped. I do my dirt on my lonely. (laughs) Yeah. You know? And then we go to the back. We see Ken Shamrock refusing medical treatment. And then we see Steve Blackman just calmly walking out of the arena with his duffel bag. Match two was the Rock versus Edge. You could tell that both of these guys were Jim Ross guys because Jr. is like continuously hyping them up. Yeah, on the call. Yeah, you know he's he, these are both his hires, and he wants to get them over. Jerry even calls him out on it a little bit. He's like, "Oh, the Rock! Oh, the Rock!" Or whatever. Oh, I missed that part. <laughs> I like that. Uh, fun little match. The Rock wins it pretty easily with a rock bottom, then a people's elbow. The Undertaker hits the ring immediately, lays out Rocky with a tombstone. Brutal looking tombstone. It too. was. Match three: Mark Henry versus Viscera. Some big boys, in man. A, in a gorilla slam match. First one to slam. Haven't seen this in a long time. Yeah, but it wasn't like. Uh, it wasn't like uh, they were just like taking turns trying to slam. Like they're gonna right. have a match, yes. But it ends when there's a slam. The, which was, yes, which is fun. Yes, it wasn't like you know the arm wrestling thing or something like that. It's like you don't try to slam me and then I try. It's a yeah. match. First on the slam wins. It was pretty atrocious though. The match was not good. Yeah, paper probably sounds better. Mark Henry went to the second rope. Viscera slammed him. Mark took a really awkward bump on his shoulder. Like, he's not uh, yeah, used to doing like, that. Yeah, he doesn't go up high. Big Viscera, so yeah, Big Viscera wins the match. He continues the onslaught until D'Lo Brown makes the save. He and Mark do uh, slam Viscera. Like, they double team him off the top rope or the second rope or whatever, which was pretty impressive. Like, cool. Nelson turned over and made that. And, and made it happen, yeah. And made it that happen. That was cool. Uh, Midian runs down, clocks D'Lo and Mark with the European championship belt that he had asked Shane McMahon about earlier, there was like a pre-tape thing, and he's like, hey, there's a belt over there. You care if I grab it? And Shane's like, I don't care what you do, Midian. Like, <laughs> yeah, grab it. Like, I forgot my belt. Yeah, he said. He's like, like I saw one in your bag. Can I wear it so my pants don't fall on? Shane's like, uh, I fucking guess, you weirdo. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was the European It was title. like a weird one-off. And I was it like, was very weird. That's going to come back later. But honestly, at the time, I did not think it was going to be the European championship. No, I, I was didn't like, either. Oh, he's going to run out, run out and, and whip somebody with a belt. With a like standard yeah, a, a normal belt. belt. Yeah. yeah. So there we go. Backstage, Michael Cole's all set to get an interview with uh, Beaver and Mrs. Cleavage. Mm. Keep in mind, we've only seen... One beaver cleavage match. Right. And maybe two vignettes. Two or three vignettes. Yeah. Um, Beaver takes the hat off, says he can't do this. We hear a producer say, Chaz, we're live, which I thought was pretty funny. Yeah, Chaz is mentioned. Now, the the show goes to break, and I was like, did they, was this planned? Because that bit of it seemed very planned. Mm -hmm. But they did, they came back from break, and JR's like, well, I guess the match that was supposed to take place between Beaver and Meat's been scrapped Due to uh, philosophical differences. Yeah. And then they go immediately to another commercial. So they did two oh, commercials in like. That's weird. The span of. I mean, they were only back for like 20 seconds before going to another commercial. So it's like production wise, that doesn't really make sense. I would love it if it was on the spot and he's like, I can't do this shit. That'd be fucking awesome. Be, it would be awesome. I still doubt it, but that'd yeah. be cool. Match four was Big Boss Man versus Stone Cold Steve Austin with HBK as the referee. Stipulation for King of the Ring on the line. 
Uh, McMahon's run down with that corporate ladder. <laughs> like right away. And Vince Ch- or uh, Steve chases him off, which yeah. I thought was funny. But then they come back. And they come back like two minutes later. <laughs> Uh, they set the ladder up next to the commentary table. Vince climbs the ladder. Shane sits in with JR and King on commentary. Uh, of course, it doesn't take long for Stone Cold Steve Austin to tip Vince over onto the commentary table, which I think was supposed to break. Yeah, it didn't. It totally didn't. Um, boss man held his own here in the match, but Austin does put him down with a stunner. The corporate ministry will be barred from ringside for this ladder match at King of the Ring. And then the next segment, they cut to the corporate ministry beating down <laughs> poor boss man for losing. Yeah. You've got to pay the price if you don't get the job done in the corporate ministry. We've seen it happen to the brood. We've seen, you know, or yeah. was it Christian? Like, Yeah. Remember they made Christian like the whipping boy for a couple of weeks <laughs> yeah. just for just for squealing on Stephanie McMahon's That's whereabouts. Right. That's right. <laughs> Match five was Val Venus versus Prince Albert with Draws. Holy um, shit, dude. Yeah. Albert's been on heat for a couple months, but this, I think, is his raw debut. We haven't seen Albert, have we? No. Maybe. Yeah, I don't think so. Duh, doesn't go well, man. Val got the jump on them as soon as they were on the ramp. He then handcuffs draws to the ring post, tossed Albert in, hits the money shot, and then he took uh, things a bit further. Uh, he handcuffs Albert to the ring ropes, and then he grabs this briefcase that, that Prince Albert brought to the ring with him. Apparently, it's just like a mobile tattoo kit. He opens it up, it's and there's gun, like dude. inks and guns and piercing equipment and all this shit. He tattoos um, his ass. Do you think he really did it? I, I like part of me thinks he probably really did it. Um, he tattoos VV on on yeah, Prince I, Albert's ass. And I bet you only a couple lines stuck, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. it probably looks yeah. poor, but it's... Those are 90s, dude. Like, yeah, those guns will... I don't think there's a way for you not to do it, but like if you like kind of go light, it'll kind of show up, and you know what I mean. Yeah, it was but I, bizarre. I don't know if anybody's out there that really happened. Son, you guys saw his ass. It's probably a little something. He's probably got covered by now. Yeah, he's got, he's got a dragon, or, or his whole ass is black like Kevin Blackwood. He's like, I gotta get this thing covered up. Just tattoo black boxer briefs on me. <laughs> yes. No, I'm gonna lie and say I climbed Mount Everest and got um uh hyperthermia on one part of my ass. <laughs> I can't even feel anything on there. It's numb. Yeah, it's just permafrost or whatever yeah, it's called. It's, it's frost. What is that called? Frostbite. Jesus Christ. All right. <laughs> uh frostbite. I felt like we were always gonna get frostbite when we were kids. That and find quicksand. I feel like quicksand was all over when we were kids. Like we didn't actually see it. No, but it was in it was every on, cartoon yeah, or Gilligan's every movie. Island. Yeah. Even that it actually Never like regular shit. Yes. Yeah, I only weird. saw it like four times. How about you? I don't think I've ever seen quicksand, Adam. You're lying. Maybe once. <laughs> uh what do we got next? We got next, we got match Road six. Dog. Yeah, X Pac and Road Dog and Kane versus Mr. Ass and the Acolytes. Little six man tag action. Tag titles on the line. Yeah, that's weird. Before the bell, X Pac tells the Acolytes to put the straps on the line, and then Billy Gunn accepts. And they're like, What the hell are you doing? Yeah. You can't accept. And uh, good thing for him, he at X Pac with the Famouser scores the win. But he leaves the tag belt. He's like, I said it was on the line. <laughs> Farouk's got his. Deal and, with it. And, and uh, Bradshaw's just like, where's my damn title? And fucking <laughs> yeah. Mr. Ass has it. I'm excited to see what happens with this. Me Susan. too. Like, what the fuck? All right. Oh, shit. GTV. GTV. We see Al Snow. He eats a booger 
and then uh, proceeds to argue with Head over whether or not he ate the booger. <laughs> this is where we're at. Well, maybe he's not my favorite coach. <laughs> Uh, no, Mitch. maybe he is yeah. because of that. He's like, motherfucker, I was on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, eating a booger. I had to lie. What have you done? Yeah. Who yes. have you beaten? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what have you eaten? <laughs> Who'd you, Who'd you beat? Eat? What'd you eat? <laughs> Match seven, Big Show versus Hardcore Holly. Holly comes out with a mic, says he thinks, <laughs> I love this, I think you suck. <laughs> he just tells Big yes. Show, I think you suck. He wants the match to be a hardcore match. Big Show immediately starts kicking Holly's ass uh, to the backstage area. They go out of the arena in the parking lot. He runs them into like a concrete kind of half wall. Yeah, you go parking ramp wall, you know what I mean? And then he pushes a car, a small car, but a car nonetheless. Still a car. Right over over the lip and then, uh, you know, presumably on top of, of Hardcore Holly. It does roll off and then Show just covers with one foot for the win. It's pretty impressive. It's pretty cool. I liked it. I was in for it. Match eight, Vince and Shane McMahon versus Patterson and Briscoe. Stooges are going to start off hot. Uh, as soon as the tide starts to turn for the McMahons, Ken Shamrock hits the ring, and he really wants to get his hands on Vince McMahon. Shane chop blocks him, which allows Vince to powder up the ramp. Shane pays the price, though. He takes a nasty suplex. Yeah. And then the Mean Street Posse show up. They got a third man in tow. They break both Stooges' ankles with a like a stomp on a steel chair, and the whole match gets tossed out. Yeah. Uh, question: mm-hmm. Is this the same guy that was in that middle? I, I don't, don't know. I don't, th- I, don't I don't think so. I don't think so either. He He's looks a wild big. card. He's huge. Yeah, he's a big guy. Okay. No idea. Match nine. It's your main event: Triple H versus the Undertaker for the WWF Championship. I thought it was a pretty good match. I did too. Crowd was kind of dead for it, which I. I don't know why, but whatever. China and Paul Bear, they both play a little role in the match. They kind of each get their shit in when the referee's not looking or, you know, whatever. However, it's the rock that slid in and delivered a rock bottom on the Undertaker that caused the DQ finish. After the lights went out, man. Yeah. He just couldn't wait for uh, King of the Ring. I don't blame him. Before we leave, we see a giant Brahma bull being lowered to the ring. Corporate ministry start to gang up on The Rock, but help comes from Boss Man, who, like we said, was exiled earlier in the show. Poor Paul Bear is the only one left with the uh, in the ring when the dust settles. Did you think for a half second that Mr. Bear was going to get, like, raised up? Raised up. I 100% thought that. <laughs> and then I thought, how can they fucking do this after, after the, the Owen yes, thing? Yes. I was like, nah. But right? they don't. They, they leave. Don't. They, and thank God they don't. Yeah, because I was terrified because you could see, like, when they showed a side view of that Brahma bull thing, like, it was like half inch plywood at best. Right. I don't think old don't know. 400 pound Paul Bear is gonna fare too well. I, getting, I thought the same damn thing when the symbol, when yeah, when the symbol came down and Taker got put up and, and he went up. That's and I'm true. Like, that guy's still six seven. And then two, imagine whatever. they like handcuff him to it, like possibly for a safety thing. But like, if it does give way, yeah, then you're just gonna not, pancake. Oh god, <laughs> I was awful. like, hey, that's not gonna. I just kept going. That's not gonna raise up, I was right? Scared for it's Paul's not gonna raise life, up, dude. right? <laughs> We're not gonna PD Pablo this thing, right? No. <laughs> what a pull! What a pull! Um, that's how the show goes off the air, though. Sign of the times: save a tree, eat a beaver. <laughs> Maybe that's for that country that. Uh, western. That's song. on my list. 
Save a horse, right? Yeah, sort of started. Save a tree, eat a beaver. <laughs> um, Sable gave lousy head. It's my next one. Good job. One. Uh, get married, get raw. Ooh. <laughs> I crapped in Sable's bag. I did see that one. <laughs> Remember we talked about it like two weeks yes. ago? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I got puppy breath. <laughs> um, it's funny. Yeah. Go to hell, old Miss. Who's Ole Miss? Ole Miss, uh, the football, oh, the program, okay, okay. the entire program. High Pants has hepatitis. Mm. Uh, I don't know who High Pants is. High but. Pants has hepatitis. Was it a play on Triple H? High Pants. H. Maybe. There we go. I don't know. Um, it wasn't like written that way, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Shane and Vince fucking suck. <laughs> Tell them how you really feel. How do you like my damn sign? <laughs> I'm out. Uh, Lawler ran over my foot. Remember, oh, we talked about that a couple weeks ago, dude. That's good. Um, Nicole Bass makes me horny, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Austin, Austin Powers, Powers 2 is, came is out is like. Popping. I looked it up. <laughs> Austin Powers 2 came out like a week before this. There's going to be a lot of that. There <laughs> is, totally. Um, save a tree. I got that one. Steve Austin is an alcoholic. <laughs> Just telling him how it is. We saw him. He was running the whole uh, Titan Towers. He's not wrong. Elvis did your mama. (laughs) Oh, it's Memphis. Yeah. Yep. That's it. I'm out. It was was a lot of plethora of good signs this week. Appreciate it. Next up, it's time to go into the darkness. It's a news segment. It's a part of the show where we talk about what's coming your way in the world of wrestling figures and collectibles. We also discuss any items that have recently made their way into our personal collections. Save a tree. <laughs> That's really stuck in my head now. Ride a cowboy. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry. All right. What are we going to start? Oh, there was some new WWE Funko Pops that got shown by uh, Funko, if you will. Nice. Um, I went to a Funko Pop store uh, Saturday. There's one in the Dells. Really? Pop Con. Okay. Couldn't find a goddamn wrestling one. Really? Not one? I mean, I didn't. I mean, they have everything. They so it's do. Like, and I, 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 I didn't look at everyone, but in the scans I did, I was like, nah. I like some of the, you know, I collect the wrestling ones. And I told you before, I'm going to probably have to start making some cuts just because there's so many of them. Right. But I really do like some of those really just random out of the left field Funko Pops. Yeah, I was that. That's the only thing that saved it for me. I was like, oh, they have this. That's pretty cool. You Remember know? they had? Uh, we were at a. I think we were at that mall in Schaumburg. Yeah, and they had like be real as Doctor Green Thumb or they whatever. Did. I'm like, they absolutely. That's did. the. You know which one I like, saw you today? Don't even have be like you have be real, but you have be real as Doctor Green Thumb. Like what the what? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I saw it was like a bottle of Kikkoman soy sauce. <laughs> a fun they pop. have a Funko Pop. I saw. So I was gonna do. say they have a. I think they have a Frank's Red Hot or something. Yeah, like that. it's fucking bizarre. Can, is there something you can do? Like, well, that those are in stores and shit. But like, is there a make your own Funko? Like, you can pay them to like make a Funko. There, uh, well, Maybe there's a knockoff one. I don't know if you can pay them, but there is definitely a community of Funko customizers there out there, there for we go. sure. They can make it happen. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so let's see who we got coming up. We got Liv Morgan. 
Yeah. King Booker. Nice. Roman Reigns holding two of his three belts that he likes to carry around. No um, <laughs> British Bulldog from like SummerSlam 92 where he's got the big Union Jack flag. And the braids. Yep. Nice. Um, and Beth Phoenix, who also has the chase. So the regular Beth Phoenix, she's in like her wrestling gear from her, you know, Glamazon era or whatever. Right, right. But the chase is like Biker Beth from like this run with Edge, you know. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I forgot about Very that. different figures. That's which cool. Is pretty cool. Yeah. Pro Wrestling Tees, they are making micro brawler wrestling buddies. I did see that. That's pretty cool. I love it. I mean, I'm not, that's like not something you would collect that takes up way too much space and stuff like that. But like, if they make your guy or somebody, yeah. you know, the first one they're doing is an orange trunk macho man, Randy Savage. Just is in. fucking cool. Maddie's in. I'm in for that. Give me that and a Scott Hall, dude. Missing like uh, five macho mans for micro. Well, that was an expensive. Sorry. Day. I know. <laughs> Let me I tell remember you like, are you getting them? I'm like, nope. I just need these two. I might have some. I think I, I just know. got the first two, and I said, this is continuing. I'm out. It went all day. That was a, that <laughs> was a right. weird day. <laughs> and every fucking, every single one you got socked shipping for. And, at, like, I think at the end of the day, because I ordered multiples of a lot of them. <laughs> I, like, it doesn't sound so bad when you're like, oh, 42 bucks. Oh, 38 bucks. Or whatever. Then the end of the day comes, and yeah. you've totaled it all, but it's like, I spent three hundred and thirty dollars yeah. on micro brawlers today, and none of them are going to show up for like six months. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that used to be like fixing our car yeah. or like half your rent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're like, no, he's just wearing green. Yeah, <laughs> on this one. I know. I keep like I've got a good micro brawler collection, but I keep like wondering when am I going to just pull the plug on it? I don't know. Don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> you need somebody in this with you? Yeah. I hear you. I, right. I love it. The, they, I still like them. I just don't think... I really do think the price point on them should be like twelve ninety nine. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? And, and they're, they're still making a mint. Guess, guess what's not happening? That. I know. They're only going to go up. And by the way, when you like get drunk, I just steal one and throw it in my pocket because you never know. This is true. I have like 19 of yours you don't even know about. Damn it. <laughs> I'm going to pour this beer out. <laughs> Not. Shout out to uh, Fifth Ward Brewery. Uh, Painkiller Tiki Tart Ale. Oh, yeah. Good shit. Oshkosh, oh, yeah. Wisconsin. Um, oh, Legends of Lucha Libre Wave 2 coming soon from Boss Fight Studios. They had that series not that long ago with the Lucha Brothers, yes. Taya Valkyrie, and, and maybe one or two more. Mm-hmm. Um, the only gripe, they seem like great figures, but the mm-hmm. only gripe is the scale isn't isn't exactly what you would want. Like, like they're, compared they're to other small, ones? Yeah, you know, AEW and Mattel do a great job. They're both, like, on a, quote, six-inch scale. Sure. So if a guy is six feet tall, their figure is six inches, and then you, you kind of go from there. You know what I mean? Like, if a guy's shorter than six feet, their figure will yeah, be, you know. It, sometimes they, if you stay. These are all a little small. Right. And it just, it just just doesn't match up when you get them next to some of these other yeah, ones. Yeah, but if you're just like, oh, this is my Boss Fight Studio shelf, that'd be fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, I'm not playing with these things anymore, so it doesn't really matter to me, but whatever. You sure about that? No, not you quite. You sure about I'm that? Not, you I'm know what, Adam? Kidding. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> <laughs> um. So who we got in Wave 2? Black Taurus, 
Or oh, Taru. I did see that. Looks very good. It looks awesome. Vampiro. Yep. Ultimo Dragon. Mm-hmm. And Hijo, Hijo del Paraguayo. So Paraguayo Jr. Right, right, right. Very cool. Um, that that black Tarus looks fucking cool. Definitely like yeah, that. Yeah, that, that was the one that stuck out to me. Uh, and Vampiro is going to be at the old Gathering of the Juggalos, JCW Bloody Mania 16. Whoop, whoop. We have. Can I break that down real quick? Please do. When is this? Why are you going to go? No. Well, maybe you never know. <laughs> You're not going to jet set motherfucker. Right. You are. You are. Um, it is in. It's usually in like a fucking farm in Illinois or yeah. Michigan. It's not. You would think Michigan because they're Michigan guys, but I think it's like Illinois or Indiana or something. Um, Either way, you can run down whatever. Rage in a cage two voltage too high. Okay, I don't. I don't have when. I'm thinking electrified steel cage when I hear that. Right. I don't have when, but here I'll break down the card real quick. Uh, Matthew Justice versus Filthy Tom Lawler versus Bad Boy Joey Janela versus Bishop. Not familiar, Bishop. Uh, and. JCW champion Vampiro will be on commentary. Uh, maybe calling the match. Oh, they're crowning a new fucking. Maybe he's a former champion. I was we also say. have Brothers of Funstruction versus the Motor City Machine Guns wow. for the JCW Tag Team Champion. Wow. Congo Khan versus Eugene and Loser Leaves JCW. Man Man Pondo versus Necro Butcher. Versus Chewy Martinez versus Mosh Pit Mike. Mm. Can we get the weed man a payday? Oh, shit. He's got to be there. I don't think he wants to go to Michigan ever again. Oh, right. <laughs> anyway. Um, happy ring- birthday. Oh, yeah? To dysfunction. Nice. Happy birthday. Today? Damn it. He should have been in the birthdays. Yeah, what the fuck, man? Sorry. Sometimes the uh, independent talent slips the, the radar. I, I always try. I, I always try. Happy birthday, Dis. Ringside collectibles have Elite 103 in stock, as well as the Championship Showdown 2-Pack Series 14. Mm. Um, Elite 103 contains Bobby Lashley, Liv Morgan, Roman Reigns, Street Pop, Street Profits. They're in their like, uh, Orlando Magic kind the of blue giant forms. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Stardust. With the chase. Stardust. I dig it. Yeah. And the chase is is blue. Chase is blue. Normal is the polka dots. Sure. Um, Championship showdown two pack series 14. You got the rockin' mankind. You'll rockin' sock connection. Connection. Montez Ford, Angelo Dawkins, and Theory and Cody Rhodes. They also dropped a teaser image of today. Storm Collectibles Desperado. Did you see that? Did see that. Oh my god. I bet Michael Carlson came in his pants when he saw that. I saw what he said. What did he say? He's like, just put it in my veins. <laughs> oh, that's right. I did see that. I did see that. <laughs> Hilarious. Major wrestling figure podcasts have the axe and smash big rubber guys up for pre order. These are the LJN styles. Look amazing. I will say that. Uh and a chase? Yeah, they both have chases. So their normal figure has their paint, their face paint. Pretty much exactly like their Hasbro's. Okay. Then they're okay. Here's the weird thing. That's so, a, that's as an ass. I'm like, so is the other one? Like, I always thought it was. I don't go ahead. Sorry. 
Okay, here's how I can explain this to you. Yeah. Um, the 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 last series of LJN that gets released, the black, the black cards, yeah. they're only available in Canada. Um, and Demolition Axe is in that set. Okay? But not in the U.S. ever? No, but, I mean, you can get it. I mean, it's not... Okay, sorry. LJN was weird. There was It was basically released in the United States and Canada. The Canada version would come with a foreign card, like in French. Sure. Um, but... U.S. and Canada, it's both North America. You can, you could, you could get it, um, but the, but they definitely went for think green card Hasbro's. Yeah, it's the last of the line. Right, they're they're sought after because they're kind of short packed or whatever. You know, you just there weren't that many made. Um, but Demolition Axe is in that set, and he has this like black and red face paint. Yep, Smash is supposed to come out in the next series, but it never gets released. Oh, so okay. if you have a complete set of LJN figures, you have a a demolition axe, but not Smash, but not Smash, and he's in this like red and black face paint. Mm. So as a throwback to that, the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast Axe and Smash, the Chase versions are in the red and black. That's cool. face paint. I love that. Yeah. That's fucking It's genius. pretty neat. Yeah, look yeah, it up sometime if you fun. if you want. But yeah. Pretty neat. Um they're a little pricey. They're they're a hundred dollars for the two for the two of them. And for for big plastic men. Big rubber men. Big rubber men. That's what it is. I, lo- I love that they guys. call it that. Big rubber is guys. Big rubber guys. Okay. We, let's get the 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 legit name for it. Yeah. And and that's what they are. And who knows who else they've got signed? I mean, this is this is pretty cool. They're they're kicking ass. They really are. I love to see those guys doing well. We've we've hung out with them. Yes. We've, it's they're good people. Matt and Brian are good people. Yep. Um so I like to see those guys doing well. New arrivals, Adam, you got anything? It's been a slow week for me. I ain't got shit, Matt, but you I ain't do. got shit. I do have shipping confirmation, so by this time next week, I'll have a couple new things. So I like to hear it. Talk that. Um, I only have one item. What do you got? And it's apropos. I used that mm-hmm. word earlier in the show. Mm-hmm. That I only have one item because that one item is a one of one. I was thinking Usos. Oh, you did get a Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa, AEW 2022 printing plate i was like why can't i like is it in black and white so this is look like a vaudevillian villain this is metal this is a printing plate that they use to make the cards holy shit um with this so what they do think about an ink cartridge for your i love get schooling adam on no no no, i get i get what it is yeah so think about all those yeah so think about an ink cartridge for your printer yeah the colored ink it's magenta they make the cards yellow and blue or whatever sure this is the blue one it's one of one cyan printing plate uh autographed wasn't it cyan what i thought that was a color no it's autographed Said cyan, cyan. Oh, yeah, that's the color. It's blue. Cyan's you, blue for all you fucking morons. I am. <laughs> I was, I was like, pink seems no, fine. It'll be so. It's like cyan, magenta, and yellow. I don't know why they don't give yellow a nice name, but um. So there's look at this. Technically, there's two more of those, but one's gonna be yellow and one's gonna be pink. What'd you give a testicle? What are we talking? The guy put it up on. I, the, <laughs> You're very quiet there. Like, I don't need both testicles. 
The guy needed a tussle. Sorry. That's awesome. Um, well, it's one of those From things like, where I'm sorry. The, it's one of one. So when they come up after you weeks have of, to be ready of dry thunder rose a card finding you're like I have the holy grail. Well, at one least of them. In, yes. Yeah. Um, What'd you pay? Would you? Let me, okay, I'll fully disclose. You don't have to say numbers. No, I will. I I don't care. Um, the guy put it on eBay for 199. Buy it now. Okay. Um. And these are like anything. I mean, I already every, feel better. Every, I already feel better. Do you? Good. Okay. Yeah. Every single, um, every single card has three of these. If you think about it, because sure. they needed to print them or whatever. Yep. So if you're getting into like Tony Storm or MJF or stuff like that, you might be looking at like six, seven, eight hundred dollars for one of these. Yeah. But then if you're looking at like Scorpio Sky or whatever, you might be looking at. Eighty dollars for one of right. these depends on yeah, yeah. So he put it at one ninety nine. Buy it now, and I after a few pops went back and forth with him several times. Um, I first offer was a hundred bucks. Let's just mm. cut it in half and see what he does. Yeah, um, it was declined, and then so so then now I'm playing the message game, and I'm gonna, I'm like hey, um, you know. I, I downplay it. She's my favorite wrestler, but at the same time, I ha- I can't I can't let this guy know how bad I want this card. Yeah, That's stupid. Negotiation one on one. So I'm just like, yeah, wrestlers of her level are going for about one twenty, <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah. And he's like, one fifty is my lowest. Mm. So he's already dropped at fifty bucks. That's nice. And I was like. He had five dollars shipping on it, which irritated me. Don't ask me why. But I was, like, I was just gonna say you throw so, in shipping. Yeah, I'm in. So, anyways, so then I tell him. Um, I think what we ended up settling on was one forty shipped, so one thirty five right. plus five dollars shipping. There you go. So then I told you before, not that long ago, about um, the upper deck e pack stuff, right? Like the uh, the online, like you yeah. buy packs online. Yeah. So I buy it, and then he's like. Do you want me to transfer it to you through EPAC or do you want me to ship the physical card? And I'm like, I could probably do the EPAC thing. Like I have an account or whatever, but and he's like, I'll just ship the physical card. Or I was like, oh, I'm like weird. So the guy doesn't actually have this card. He has it on his app. Oh, now I'm out. Now I'm weirded out. It's weird, right? However... He fucking sends me a screenshot and of it fucking came. Yeah, he sends me a screenshot of his upper uh, back account. I'm never gonna get into cards now. <laughs> I don't. I don't like it. Like, it's right here, Adam. No, I understand. If They're it like, didn't come, I file a claim through eBay. No, I understand that. I just don't like to like. Do you just want an NFT, or you want me? To, you want to hold it? That's it. I is hold in my it head. All. Yes, yeah. of course, of course. I'm glad it showed up. It's right here, man. First it's fucking badass. One. There uh, you go. You're the only second person I've shown to that. Holy shit! I did send Michael Carlson a picture because he's a card guy too. He's got some Sonata one on ones and stuff. I, I see was him like, hey, the little uh, little uh, sneak preview of new arrivals this week. Haven't shown anybody. I love it. I'm glad you're getting it in, dude. And that's. Uh, that's awesome. It's a big one. That's a it's big, a big one. Big boy purchase. Okay. So yeah, one thirty. I think I did okay. I think you did too, for sure, for sure. Let me know if you guys see any. Uh, eventually, I'm going to make a, a big time, um, a big time send into PSA to get them all graded. I just oh. saw something where it's like if you do 20 cards, they'll do 15 a card, which doesn't seem too crazy. Then okay. they come back all slabbed and graded and everything, and then 
You can but never then what touch is, again. What is the point of grading a one of one? Like there can't, even if it graded, like say it graded out as a five, there's only one of these cards. It can't possibly. Yeah, but if you left it out in the rain, it's going to be shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's one Ty of one. Ty Cobb was a racist. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I just like Honest bringing that up. Wagner. <laughs> Honest, <laughs> Honest Wagner owned slaves. Right. I don't know if that's like true. Like, if you, you know what I mean? Don't yeah. at me. No. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll have some more stuff next week. But, yeah, this was a, this is a one. I'm glad you didn't have shit. This is a one of one type fucking segment I love here. It. Oh, baby. The Wrestling Stew is where we can discuss anything that has hit our wrestling radar since last week. Television, podcast, Twitter, all ingredients are welcome in the Wrestling Stew. I've never seen that fellow yet. When you got the thing properly applied that you couldn't uh, make his eyeballs bloodshot for maybe sometimes five or six weeks or so with the red did you watch uh, Neil Diamond Cutter and uh, Homeboy uh, do Matt Tremont? Matt Tremont, yep. H2O. 700 light tubes. That's a lot of light tubes. I did. I liked it. What do you think I thought of that match? You didn't like it. I did not like it. I liked it because... There was no creative... Sorry, go ahead. I liked it because I just want... We need to get to a lot of light tubes. So they just started stomping all of them onto the mat, and they're like, "Might have been my favorite part of the match." I agree. At, at a certain point, like there was no like creativity to this match. It was just okay. This is our seventh anniversary show. We're gonna do seven hundred light tubes just to do seven hundred light tubes, and there was. N- hardly a wrestling move to be had, which that can be said for a lot of death matches and stuff. Yeah, but it's just like. I've I've listened to the sound of glass shatter for 24 minutes now, and it's just annoying. But I'm like, do you... Yeah, that's true. I was like... Poor Matt Tremont's been in the hospital ever since. Really? Something's not right with his leg. Remember oh, when I they, saw him? They did that. They, um, they duct taped like a... Yeah, a they yelled at the guy at the end of it to like fucking... Yeah. Yeah, tape that to... What do they call it? A, a tourniquet. Yeah, they, basically they, they gave him it, like, several like no more than that motherfucker. Yeah, like, they gave him a couple towels hey, and he man, taped, you, duct taped some shit to like, it. Like I love the the you know the honor and the shout out to sure you know all Marcus you know Marcus Crane, Crane and all everybody. Those, yeah. Yes, yes, that and I loved. Me too. But and like I said, right. I, I like so when there was actual like, like a slam outside the ring at one point. And I was like, there right. was one spot they did outside with like a tube color covered yeah. table or something like that, but which was fun. Like, but it, it, the fact that they were just fighting in a shit ton, I don't and, know. And I also get that it's for safety, but I don't need this fucking, when there's 700 light tubes, I don't need this referee fucking kicking out glass all the time. Like what's the fucking point of that? Yeah. I don't think that did much. It made me irritated when I just heard this glass sound for, like I said, it, it was, was a like long a match. half an hour of yeah. hearing glass. Yeah. Um, I did like at the very end of the match, because the last Neil Diamond Cutter match that Deathmatch Jake recommended, um, 
Do you remember Neil Diamond Cutter like called out like the monkey or something? Yes. Whatever the fuck? Yes. Apparently he's got a date where he's heading to Japan. He's like, I don't know if I'll see him, but I'm calling him out or whatever. Yeah, he said something like, now that isn't, maybe that won't work out, Middle but I'll be over there or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then did you get a chance to watch El Desperado, uh, Michael Carlson's? Uh, I did not. Okay. Guess who that is? Who? It's El Desperado against the, the monkey? Dude. Oh, wow. Okay. Here's what Dude. happened. Here's what happened Dude. to me. Dude. Okay. I've, Hold on. I didn't go to Michael Carlson's link, but I did hop on New Japan World, and I was having a very hard time like navigating it. My, it's probably my TV's fault or whatever. I did watch Desperado versus John Moxley from last year, like SummerSlam weekend in Nashville mm-hmm. in a mm-hmm. death match. Okay. Because I gave up and I just watched that instead, which was fun. Yes. But I didn't see And now the they're going to have a final death match, right? Something like that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's coming up too. But that's. Um, Who's this monkey? Dude, June. Uh, oh. Yes. Not Akiyama. Uh, June Kasai or something yes, like that. Yeah. Him with the, with the. Okay. So I know that. I know yes. who he is. So. I loved it because it kind of like brought everything full circle to me, especially with uh, Moxie calling out Desperado. Desperado's like, I got a guy. And he brings in him. So it's going to be him uh, against Moxley and Homicide Fuck on the yeah. 4th, dude. July 4th. So America. D- watch that fucking Desperado. Okay, show. I will. I will. It is fucking. Mwah. Chef's kiss, Chef's kiss, dude. Love to hear that. Um, I've, I'm like, I I know this guy. I'm like, I saw him. I'm like, oh yeah, I've seen this guy. The, the the he's like the spider death monkey or some shit like that. Right? Desperado is like forty years old, by the way, which is crazy to me. Sure about that? Oh my gosh, you know what? what you sure else? about that? During the mo- you sure about that? I'm not sure. <laughs> I don't know. During the Moxley match, You'll I watched. You're gonna match. like this. Sorry. You're gonna like this. Sorry, God. During the Moxley match, they started, like, whether this is true or not, I don't really give a shit, because kayfabe. I love that we have, like, we spawned off into three matches from Deathmatch Jake's. Uh, and Michael Carlson. Seven, yeah, seven, no, 700 light tubes got us here. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, it did. Sorry, um, They started talking, so during that match with Moxley, mm-hmm. I don't remember if it was Kevin Kelly or the other dude. Um, but they started talking about kind of the origin of Desperado, and I'm not talking about when he started professional wrestling. I'm talking about when he was a child. Okay. They said that <laughs> said that when he was a child, he was at an All Japan show and got shoved out of the way by Stan Hansen, and ever since then he's like like a switch flipped. <laughs> this is it's like I'm gonna be a wrestler yes. and I'm gonna I'm gonna kill everybody. Yes, uh, maybe Stan Hansen first. How is that not awesome? That's the best story I've ever heard. Yeah. So me um, not finding that match that I was supposed to find and just settling on this Moxley match paid off for yes, me. Yes, it did. It added. It did add. It added something. But I will try to. To uh, find that one because that was that was well, fun, Michael. Too. Well, Michael, your link worked <laughs> for me. Michael, get a gun, gun, Michael. <laughs> His link worked. Streets are burning. He Michael. said two seventeen. I think, and I, I clicked that bitch, and I was like, "Oh, it's you didn't on. even have to log in." No, but it's probably already logged in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, interesting. 
Like, I didn't. I lock- tried doing it on the TV, so I couldn't. Yeah, like, you got. Yeah. yeah, you got to watch. It no, on. I was on the laptop. Yeah. You know, right. <laughs> yeah, know how that goes. Fuck yeah, I know how that goes. By the way, get, you're not uh, having a forbidden fucking door at my house. We're not? Well, I mean, we can, but I, I just got shit on, I thought. My but, internet sucks. <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out. Here's... <laughs> hey, guys, this is Pure Dad. Pure Dad. Thanks for tuning in to Dork Side of the Ring podcast with Matt Marbury and Adam Tellison. And this is your match recommendation for the day. My internet does suck. <laughs> Hello, wrestling fans. We're back with another match recommendation. And this week, we have quite the banger. Carson as we're going Hall? back in time, all the way back to 2011, as we're checking out Evolve 9, and we're checking out Fit Finley versus Sammy Callahan. And this is probably the best match in Evolve history, if not one of my favorite. Check this out on Peacock. Can't wait to see what Matt and Adam have to say about it. Check me out at Twitter at PureDad, YouTube at PureDad, and now I'm on TikTok. Let's go. Wow. I heard a fart fan going. Yeah, it was a bathroom, right? Totally. Um, Fit Finley versus Sammy Callahan? Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah, dude. In 2011. That's all, that, this is going to be awesome. Interesting. Fit Finley does not hold back. No. You know who else doesn't hold back? Who? Samoa Joe. Yes, on CM Punk's chops let's talk about matt going to collision oh my god the dude. debut show by himself i had to do it and it was very fun um it's weird it's one of those things like it sounds weird but once you do it like go to a movie by yourself you think it sounds very strange but then when you really think about it and you break it down what are you doing when you're in a movie theater you're watching the movie like you're not going to be talking anyway 100 so, and you're amongst the same people that are paid money to to watch the same thing you yes, are. Yes. Yeah. Um, you'll make friends if you want to. You'll make friends. You're high-fiving, stuff like that. But, yeah, I had a great fucking seat. I mean, I was, you know, two rows behind Frank the Clown and that fucking ref that always shows up. And, and Sankey. Sankey and Cara, they were in my same Ruby section. Ruby ringside. Yeah. Well, she was not there. But oh, no. she's there okay. tonight. That's right. She's definitely there tonight. Um, but, no, I had a great time. Um, I thought that the show, I thought Doors were at six. Turns out. Doors were at five. I left work literally at four o'clock. Mm. I have a two hour and six minute drive to get to Chicago. Um, parked right where we did for Forbidden Door, right by Mal- Malcolm College. X College. Hey, maybe we shouldn't spoil our shit. Mm. Free parking. Mm. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, I go yeah, to school here. Yeah, dude, park right there, and then it's like a three-minute walk to the United Center. It's super, super convenient, super easy, super free, which oh, yeah. is even better. I think I actually think the actual lot for the United Center is free, too, which boggles my mind. Really? Yeah, but then you still have to fight parking, getting out, yeah, and stuff y- like that. Yeah, you're right. Um, so I was totally cool with the, what? Oh, I was just singing back to Money in the Bank. Uh, oh. That? Yes. yes, there's a there's a poor soul that just sat in line. Me and Adam, we go to my, this is when we first got back into wrestling. <laughs> yeah, it's the first show I've seen. Speaking in like of fifteen years or some shit. Yeah, me and Adam just got back from Bags League, which is why we're a little, little uh, tuned yeah, up. They know, but anyways, um, we were throwing bags. This is in 2011. We're throwing bags in the backyard or whatever, having a couple of beers, and I kind of like me and Adam have both been out of wrestling for a little bit. Quite a bit, actually. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, uh, 
you should check out this CM Punk guy. Like, he just did this fucking awesome promo or whatever and yada, yada. Anyways, that turns into us getting tickets to Money in the Bank 2011. Yes. Which were awful seats. Do you remember? Matter. Didn't matter because we we ended up not sitting them in them. We ended up just like standing and we just finding a better through. spot. Yes. Yep, we ended up yeah, and, standing somewhere. And it was the coolest show, and it was the livest crowd, and it was we didn't really know who CM Punk was. Really, I didn't. I knew I I kind of knew of him because I'd been watching from like a little bit after Mania that year. I think I've told the story before, but once I found out that Edge was retiring and then I kind of dabbled after that. Yes. Um, but I still didn't know, like, I didn't know anything. I didn't even know what Ring of Honor was. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know anything about CM Punk other than this pipe bomb promo and how cool it was or whatever. But smash cut to me and Adam at Money in the Bank 2011, one of the greatest shows of all time. Yeah. Um, Daniel Bryan wins Money in the Bank. Yeah. Alberto Del Rio wins Money in the Bank. CM Punk defeats John Cena for the title on the night his contract expires. Just walking into that building, I was like, what is going on? Like Electricity. Yes, it was awesome. And um, after the show, <laughs> after CM Punk won the title uh, over John Cena and then leaves the arena. Because we parked in the Target like next right, to you. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember? So we had to, like, I had to piss or something like that. And for some reason, we didn't go in the Target, but there was a subway right there. Yeah. We go on the subway, and like 9,000 other people have had the same um, idea. idea. Mm -hmm. And when I say there is shit overflowing the bowl. Yeah. You are not lying. I'm not lying. It was the most disgusting bathroom situation I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. But anyways, after the show, (laughs) when when the whole line of cars is waiting to get out of the parking lot. There's one man in his car, windows down, system up, blaring. <laughs> it's just John Cena. John Cena, boo. You know, like he's just so pissed that his guy, he, he, his guy didn't win tonight. I like to think it was, remember that, that show in the front row, there was a guy that was dressed exactly As like him. Cena, yeah. I don't know it if it was been. him, but it I like to been. think it was. But, God bless him for not like doing the tool tune thing. Or like um, turn it up or windows up. Everybody's yelling. He's out, Michael Bolton. Punk. Um, yes. Office space. Yes. He just windows down and just Let by himself. He's so bummed, dude. And it was just. <laughs> but thank God bless him also for um, leaving a lasting impression on us. It's has been 13 years. Yes. We still talk about that guy. Like, Holy shit. This is fantastic. Yeah. But do you remember walking into that show? Like yeah. you saw people with like the fucking taped up wrists with like yeah. the X on them. Everything. And, like, I didn't understand. Like I was confused. I was like, Oh, are they like, is this bad? Like, I'm like, are they gonna, is something going to happen? I mean, if <laughs> Punk loses, do they really riot? Right, exactly. Um, I was like, I don't know what this is, but I've I like it. I've never felt energy like that in my entire I life. Agree. Yes. The other thing I was confused about, because I hadn't watched wrestling in a long time, I was like, man, where the fuck are the nicknames? <laughs> I was like, yeah. everybody has their first. And I'm like, Daniel Bryan, that was awesome, but he can't be like Daniel, like 
the Devastator, Brian? Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? No. Like, it's a new bag, dude. Where are the occupational gimmicks? Exactly. <laughs> Can we get a plumber in here for the fucking subway next door? <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, man, we went off on a tangent on that. Um, so, yeah, Collision, I thought it was, I thought it was awesome. Um, I show up. The first match I see, because they are taping some Ring of Honor beforehand and after, by the way, um, was Gringo Loco versus yeah. Willie Mack. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and I was like, hell yeah, I'm in on this. So I'm sitting there watching that match. I think there was maybe two or three other matches I saw for Ring of Honor before Collision starts. Of course, it starts with CM Punk. He cuts the promo. Um, when he gets in the ring, he like pulls the fucking AEW flag off the mic and like chucks it. Matt pointed this out earlier tonight. And he did it tonight, too. That's weird to me. It is. I think he's trying to be this, like, anti-authoritarian dude still. Makes sense, um, I guess. And I'll be honest. Uh, good promo. And, like, most cult leaders, like, I was almost ready to drink the Kool-Aid at him. <laughs> like, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, and, and I'm like, fuck yeah. And then I'm like, wait a minute. I think this guy's a prick still. I don't know. Do but you man, know the, the, the bit where he's like, calls me one Bill Phil? Do you know who that guy is? I uh, it, I was, uh, it was uh, like a TV exec or whatever. And he's like, because like, I'm the genuine article like owns uh, like, uh, amongst all these other counterfeit bucks. That dude, yes. But that dude, ever he mentioned, like, owns, like, network or some shit yeah it was like a net like i said yeah, yeah, like a network okay. executive or whatever. i didn't it calls me one i was like i thought it was a one trainer. bill phil because i'm trainer. the genuine okay. article or whatever um okay, okay yeah i just thought it was like a trainer i thought that was a good dig oh it's a great it was a it was a classy dig sure you know i do still find it weird that they've never acknowledged on it's like it's one of those things where it's like you you know but we're not going to talk about it but they've never mentioned anything about that media scrum on AEW television they never mentioned why CM Punk had to relinquish his title they never mentioned Say why hurt. he said he, uh, is, I've been hurt oh, he no, no, no. said that yeah you're right on you're his right, vignette right. or whatever like a week ago well he goes they've he goes, never acknowledged that fight at all out. Ever. Oh, the backstage shit. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. No, they just, they just no. like, they want and like, they're like, he you takes know, the shot. If you know, you know. Yeah, that but type why? Of shit. Like, I don't like yeah, that. I, don't I think that's stupid. I think Tony is like one of those guys where he's like, or it's all bullshit and it's, uh, where it's like, um, well, I'll, I'll go talk to them. They'll be fine and I'll talk to these guys. Like, eventually you're going to have to figure this shit out, right? Yes. Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like uh, this collision thing, like Tony Khan, he came on Busted Open or whatever, and he said basically, not basically, he said exactly, you know, this. I've never said anything about a split roster. This is not like a roster split or whatever like that. However, there are going to be people on that show that don't get along with people on the no. other show, and then there's going to be those people like, you know, like a, a Ricky Starks or uh you know, whoever that are cool with both sides, it'll just kind of co-mingle. So it's not going to seem like a brand split, but I've heard that like tonight in Chicago, the bucks and Kenny aren't there that they've pre-taped some shit because yeah. CM Punk can't stand to be in the same room as these guys or whatever. Well, but it's like, come on, dude, there is a ton of money to be made. Yeah. Especially Why if would you, you acknowledge yeah, this, yeah. if you acknowledge this whole fight thing that happened, 
and be like, instead of being like, Oh, uh, if you expected an apology, you're softer than the wrestlers you like. You like, yeah. If you just stop pussyfooting around it and just be like, guess what? I don't fucking like those guys, and we're going to have a cage match or something like that. Wouldn't that be huge money? Yeah, you can still fucking hate the people you work with and still work with them. It's been happening forever, dude. Yeah. Forever. And and, uh, he fucking said tonight, uh, he was like, I'm a collision guy. I ain't even supposed to be here. Yeah. Punk, Punk said that. Yeah. I find it's weird. It's like, it's weird. It's weird that like, I, it's on a personal other level, I hate that Thunder Rosa is wrapped up in this collision. I was going to say where even where she wasn't even there. No, because she's, here's the oh, thing. She's doing the commentary with Alex, right? Well, she wasn't there for that either, what? but. I, I I thought she was still nursing like this back injury, but she was uh, she worked an indie show that day. Really? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, she worked for like. Uh, hmm. Yeah, so I don't know if she's on bad. Because I was happy to see Miro, and I was happy, you know, whatever. Dude, yeah. Miro and Buddy Matthews had like a fucking that was a banger. Match. So I don't know. I thought it was good too. I haven't watched it back um, on the TV portion of it, but like. During what I presumed to be a commercial break, there was doctors checking on both of those guys. Really? Like, That's both of them seemed like they fucked up their legs or something like that, but then they Come got weird. back at it. Oh, no shit. And I really liked that Buddy Matthews Andrade match. He yeah. wins it with a, Andrade wins it with a figure eight. Yes. Which is fucking great. Fucking shout out to Charlotte, right? Yeah. <laughs> Miro, Miro got a good response when he first came out, and then the crowd kind of fell a little flat. Um, he was in a long time. He was in kind of a, I wouldn't call it a quite a squash match against Tony niece, but it was cause niece got some stuff in. Um, Not much. Um, but that was, he needs a program. Like, come on. He was supposed to go after host of black. I don't know what's up with that now. Who knows? Uh, I think everything previous to this has gone by the wayside, but yeah, I think so too. Um, CM Punk and FTR versus, you know, Bullet Club Gold and Samoa Joe was super fucking fun. Oh, yeah. And when Punk and Joe got in there and they're dude. facing off and Joe starts laying in these chops, dude, they were, that was the loudest chops of the night. Hamburger oh, meat, son. God. And then you'd see CM Punk, like, in the corner after he'd already tagged out. He's like, God damn. He's like, I'm bleeding. Wiping up blood. I'm bleeding. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was bizarre, and then but that match was really good. They gave him like a half hour. It was surprising how long they got. I know. I was like, it went so fast. I thought something was going to happen because I'm like, mm, I'm not doing twenty nine minutes. Or I was whatever a little was. bummed out that nobody came out at the end or something. Yeah, that you, nobody. You there was no that, real right? surprises. But then especially the mo- a Forbidden Door coming up. Yeah. But then the more I thought about it, and I texted this to Vince, I was like, I bet Phil didn't want to be upstaged. Like. Yeah. You know, if, if it's your fucking, welcome if back Kenta party comes out or something. It's your welcome back party. Do you want the guy that came from oh, overseas? Oh, not only is it your welcome <laughs> back party, you know how they called when he first showed up in AEW, they called it the first dance? Yeah. Do you know what the t shirt said for this one? Is that the one with the weird, like, the dog? Well, they always, no, well, oh, maybe. I was just, talk, I was just talking about the back because it's like I was there. Mm-hmm. They always had those I was there shirts yeah. or whatever. The, the second coming. <laughs> That's all you need to know. Yeah. Right? I was there. The second I coming. I didn't realize that the 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 dog was a playoff of uh Roddy Piper though. The the black cat. Oh yeah, the black cat. Shirt. I didn't I didn't catch that. I was yeah. like, man, they're making Larry look crazy. No, it was supposed to be that. That was Duh. pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was cool. And they had it on the outside of it. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. 
Sky Blue got a huge response. She ended up getting the win. She pinned Ruby Soho in that tag match, which was pretty good. Yeah, she got a big response. <laughs> you know what bothers me? People are perverts. I know. And what bothers me is I, I told you, by the way, so you know I did this beforehand. Mm-hmm. But I reached out to Sky um, about coming on the show. We'll see if that goes anywhere. But now I feel like every pervert in the world probably reached out to Sky. Yeah. So I'm glad I got it in beforehand, but we'll we'll see. I hope you said JWA for you. I did. Yeah, okay. 100% I mentioned JWA. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I saw your ass on the internet. Yeah. And uh, would hey, you like to come on our podcast? <laughs> you're wearing, Will, uh, is it, yeah, Will, are you, you're wearing Willow's gear. And that was awesome. I did like the one that was the meme that was like, oh, they're uh, using the raw ropes. Yeah, Collision used red ropes. Yeah. But it was just her butt. That's That was a joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I see. I had to see the okay. meme, I guess. Yeah, that's fun. Matt. Um, trying to think of what else. I mean, we're kind of running long. We don't need to really. We got JWA this week. We don't really need to go over Dynamite and all that stuff, do we? SmackDown was good, though. SmackDown was good. Bloodline, baby. A decision was made. Dude, Jay Uso is like, you out to Jimmy. He's like, you out. I'm out, I'm too. out too. Babe. Oh, that was awesome. Actually, I that was, yeah, that was the best part. The second best part was when fucking Roman asked Paul, he goes, wise man. He goes, I love you, my childhood chief. Yes, tribe chief. And I was like, Jesus, <laughs> yeah, Paul. Well, oh, he's sucking dick to get stay in the bloodline, dude. He, he does not want to get ousted. I love you, my travel chief. And it just worked. Yes, my travel like, chief, I love you, my travel no, chief. No, no, he said, I love you, my travel chief. He said that first. Yeah. I, yeah, it was great. Oh, dude, that's... <laughs> Say what you want. I know there's people out there, those retractors, that have said that this is dragging on too long or whatever. This is a storyline that is three-ish years in the making. And just when you think it might be getting a little stale, some hear, good shit happens. Did you hear the rumor? No. I mean, maybe the god of fucking the the guy the gorilla the gorillas of destiny. Ming's kids are coming to the WWE. Oh, I have not heard that at all. What if they fucking show up, dude? That'd be sweet. Sure. Now you got new Usos. New oh. Usos. Yeah. New yeah, bloodline. They're, they're not. Are they related? I don't I know how it works. I don't. I, don't, I am not I don't allowed know to even, lineage. Yeah, I don't. I'm not allowed to say anything about anybody's skin color, anything like. But that'd be dope, dude. No, Those but you show can make up. fun all you want about people that are white people, white billionaires that are stuck in a submarine right now. Yeah, you can. You know, someone's 19 down there. <laughs> not anymore. Nah, I think we got like 14 hours left. No, we don't. That when thing's this come crushed out? like a pop can. When did this come out? I don't know. Do you know when the Simpsons writer was on the first one? <laughs> no. Yeah, dude. He, and he said, he said this. He goes, my wife wanted to go. And he was like, all right. And he goes, we got down to the Titanic. And he goes, wasn't overwhelming. Wasn't underwhelming. It was whelming. And he was like, it was fucked. He was like, yeah, they, they got back up. He was like, it was janky as fuck. He was like, and they spent half, it was 250 grand a seat. Yeah. One of the, look up the, the Simpsons writer that, that did it. Mm. He's like hot shit right now. Cause he went down and he was like, eh, I saw something that were like, Oh, uh, one of these. That's terrifying though, by the fuck way. Yes. 
Are you kidding People me? People are like, I did see a funny one. Like, send a couple other billionaires down to find them. Like, ah, all right, come on. Like, don't. it's literally the only group you can make fun of while without being a fucking racist sure, piece of shit. Sure. Whatever. But I guess it's like a 19 year old in that fucking thing. I also saw that one. So I think there's only there's like two crew and three paid people. If you one see, of them's 19. Uh, if you see, uh, I think I don't know. I don't know. You had to see the thing. I don't know. That fucking Simpsons dude is tells it straight. He's my wife. Fucking wanted to go. It's like a fucking. He's like it sucked, dude. I imagine it does suck. He's like it. No, he's like it's shitty. Like it's like, like the craft itself. Yeah, he's like, like he's like. There's a couple things. He's like, oh, I just I got this fucking RV world and shit. He's like, huh? <laughs> I love that he said it wasn't overwhelming. It was it wasn't underwhelming. He's like, but it was just whelming. <laughs> that is a good line. I'll it's give you that. Simpsons like, all right. What else? I got nothing. Rampage was fun. Collision ruled. Uh, I thought, what did you think? Like, just give me your, your thoughts on Collision as a whole. Thought it was pretty good? I, I, yeah, I absolutely dug it. Because you, you had the uh, Samoa Joe, CM Punk, and FTR rules, dude. They, they, they're a great fucking tag team. Yeah. And so does Bu- Bullet Club Gold. Is you fucking love gold. Comforter. You watch your mouth. <laughs> they were selling those shir- shirts CMFTR, and that's all I thought about the entire night. Oh, I said it nine times when I was camping. <laughs> Guess who only found it funny? Me. <laughs> Maybe Brian was like, all right, fine. The first three I, times. I, I don't know who they are, but sure. <laughs> sure. All right. Anything else, Adam? No, survey said. Another one. For the good guys. We'll see you next week. Reach for the sky, boy. 